Hello, everybody, and welcome to Can Peaches, a Deadwood podcast. I'm the host, Mike Marbeck, and today I'm joined by Rob O'Neill. Say hey, Rob. Hey! <laughs> I love it. Uh, Brian Craig. Hey, what's going on? And Samantha Russell. Hey, how's it going? All right, we're here to discuss episode nine, No Other Sons or Daughters. Uh, as always, we're going to start with your first impressions. Uh, so, Rob, on a... Uh, a canned peaches scale of one through five with uh, one being Tom Nuttall's reaction in this episode to the canned peaches and five being Johnny's reaction. Uh, where do you fall? Uh, I think this is a good episode. It's important. It sets up a lot of things, including the government. <laughs> yeah. um, I know I texted you and I was like, is this the episode where canned peaches first come into play? But I, I haven't been rewatched. I've seen the the whole show many times. Like I think I've watched it three times all the way through. But this one, I just pulled out this particular episode to watch. Um, so I guess I gathered that the canned peaches come into it when they have the meeting about the the smallpox. Right. Um, so I guess this isn't their first appearance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, Sam. I enjoyed this episode. I guess I I would say a four on the scale. Uh, I very much enjoyed that. <laughs> Swearingen's uh, uh, walk about town. Uh, yeah. That was very enjoyable. Yeah. And yeah, it's, it's it's a big, big moment for a lot of the characters with Charlie Utter and 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 Joni and everybody kind of making steps and, and just even the town making steps towards bigger things. Yeah, sure. Brian. Uh, it's a lot of fun character moments in this one that I enjoyed. Um, it's on HBO. Um, it's not just TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I agree with all that. Uh, I would put it at probably a four also for, for, uh, canned peaches. And it was, um, th- there are some of my favorite episodes involve Swearingen where he either just doesn't leave the gym or he's out most of the time. Uh, and this is where he, where he's just kind of wandering around the town, meeting with everybody, um is just always fun uh and it has one of my favorite moments where he goes into the hardware store and he's looking around talking to them and then just right before he leaves he's like you did a nice fucking job here (laughs) 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 and then heads out um so he gets those interactions with with everybody and then we also get those interactions around the table as well Uh, and we see the different um uh, reactions to all the uh the news of the government uh, and how uh, people's opinions uh, from other storylines are infecting or impacting what's going on in that particular moment. Um, so thinking about the show overall, um, this episode that is, um, what are some uh, moments that kind of stood out to you? Um, I, I enjoyed seeing uh, Ellsworth with Sophia. That was like a really cute moment that they mm-hmm. were goofing off. Um, and yeah, and I get, I mean, I did mention the Swearingen, uh, his uh, performing a fucking government, which is <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> one yeah. of my favorites. And then just the mm-hmm. interaction between Joni and Charlie Utter, where they're just kind of talking and like he just needed someone to talk to that he didn't really know because of. Yeah his insecurities about his new wardrobe mm-hmm. and like her going, Oh, well, if you're going to talk to me, I'm going to talk to you. I got all these problems mm-hmm. and I don't know who to talk to them, you know, about and it. That was a really nice moment. Yeah. I think that was one of my favorite scenes was seeing those two people. They're having sort of a lack of confidence uh, in the next step of their lives, kind of mm-hmm. having this uh, interaction where they're bolstering each other in ways that yeah. they don't realize they're doing. I yeah. thought that was a really nice scene. Yeah, it was. It was a real good scene. Uh, and Charlie has opened up a uh, Charlie's or Utter's Freight and Hardware. What is it? Utter's Freight and something? Uh, it's 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 a it's a post office is more or less yeah, is what he's what he's got going on there. A FedEx type deal. Yeah. Uh, and he is wearing this this frock. I got this frock on. Um, and uh, <laughs> Custom- how, do, how does this frock coat look on? <laughs> yeah, custom made and shy. Uh, kind of feel like uh, stupid here. <laughs> <laughs> and he's wandering around. He's asking everybody 
Um, didn't he also ask uh, Farnham at one point? Or that was yeah. one of the first time first I think people that's that the he first asked. Time we saw him, he, he asked him. Yeah. Um, so he's he's desperate for opinions. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he's if he's asking Farnham's opinion on anything, because it's already <laughs> shown that he doesn't really care. I don't really care for the guy. No um, one does really. No. Um, so yeah, the the scene with him and Joni kind of uh, having their moments because Joni is now. I'm going to get my own place, you know, I'm going to go out and look. I'm going to um, be on television. Yeah, right. I'm going to be a star. Um, having their moments where they're just kind of fluffing each fluffing each other up. Yeah, I enjoyed that. Any other moments that stood out before we dive in? Uh, far There's a couple in here. Um, yeah. lo- Brian. Oh, or a little time delay. Look at that. Uh, no, I was going to mention uh, Farnham uh, kind of stepping up to become mayor, uh, <laughs> and I feel like biting off way more than he realizes he's doing is, uh, that was fun. Yeah, uh, f- the the forming of the government um, is a formality uh, mm-hmm. for, for Swearingen. He, like, for them to just hand it over so easily to to Farnham, none of them like him. Um, but it's also a job that I guess none of them want. Um, uh, yeah, Farnham can't do the job, but he also very quickly shows that he doesn't really care to. Mm. Um, he, he's just in it for the uh, for the the title and the you know prestige, I guess, that, that comes along with it. And yeah. the sash that says mayor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and I'm sure there's a top hat down the line. Uh, Rob. Um, one part that broke my heart a little bit is when Eddie, uh, Ricky Jay's character, he really wants to go to the meeting. And when he's at the meeting, he asks about, you know, if women who are paying taxes, can they, you know, be, be part of the decision making? I forget what the question is, but uh, everyone kind of looks at him like he's an idiot. That really broke my heart this time because I was like, oh, he's just concerned about Joni, you know? Yeah. I feel like I've been that person in meetings yeah. before. <laughs> yeah, sticking up for somebody and everybody else is like, Fuck off, <laughs> fuck off, dude. Uh, and yeah, and that does not go over well with Sai at all because they have that moment where they're talking. We'll chat a little bit about it later. Um, but Sai comes down. Eddie's still shaken up over the uh, murder of uh, Flora and Miles right in front of him, being made to watch, uh, and he's kind of moping around, I guess. I don't know. I don't know if moping's the right right word, but he's 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 there's a little mope. Uh and Sai is like, all right, look, you either go up there and get your shit together or, you know, be okay. <laughs> it's it's one or one or, it's one or the other. Um but before he even gets to that point, he's like, all right, you know, take your time, shuffle your cards, leave your your tie down a little lower if you have to for a little bit, but just get over it. Um but yeah, later on, after he, he sticks his nose in there because he says he wants to go to the meeting, he's like, all right, fine. Pull, put your tie in, pull your tie up, go to the, go to the meeting. Um, but I guess I did not expect him to actually say or do anything, let alone um, standing up for, for Joni in that moment. Yeah. Yeah. Any this others? is um, one of the things that's cool about this episode too, is that it's like everyone's kind of together in it there's no real conflict between the characters everyone's they have a common enemy who's you know the magistrate so everyone has to kind of work together that's always really fun on this show when everyone in deadwood is kind of like united Mm -hmm. um and i guess Sai is kind of the only person that's that's just really just hard just evil you know because um he's still just only out for himself yep yeah terrible uh and even gets called as much by uh by eddie at one point calls him an evil cocksucker because i guess he doesn't why don't you raise a hand why don't you volunteer to do anything at all and it might stop you from being such a fucking evil cocksucker all the time and then he like he says it as he's like scurrying away too (laughs) 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 um yeah just leaves an eddie shaped hole in the wall um any others uh i guess also that scene with uh Jane kind of uh, passed out up straight up against the wall because <laughs> yeah. uh, she had uh, that moment with Doc t- where he's like you know kind of going at her with real tough love like going you got to stop drinking and then and then uh, Utter walks by and he's trying to do it like 
help her in a different way. Like, going, Hey, I need you. I need somebody to help me out with my new business. Mm-hmm. I thought you'd be great at it. You know, kind yeah. of a situation where they're both kind of trying to encourage her to better herself, <clears throat> but in completely different manners. Yeah. Jane is, is going around town uh, doing what Jane does, and that's alienating herself from everybody uh, that is trying to help her. Um, she's still going through the the pest tent. Um, we had the vaccine rollout last week, which again, still looking better than, than what we've got here, although we have now secured, we have, we have enough vaccine for everybody, <laughs> but it's the getting the vaccine to the people that's the, that's the problem. It reminds me of that Seinfeld um, where he's looking for a car uh, and he's like, I don't understand. I had a reservation. You know, uh, he's like, you know what reservations are for? I know why we have reservations. <laughs> anyway, Anybody could just hey. take a reservation. <laughs> it's the holding of the reservation. <laughs> so anybody can just have a vaccine. It's the giving it out. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So she's still working at the the pest tent uh, and saying at one point to the reverend that she's like, I'm going to know <laughs> I'm already overstaying my welcome here. Um, so you got to get your shit together and stop trying to hide all your problems. Um, yeah. Oh, speaking of that, yeah, that scene when the, uh, the Reverend is asking her if, uh, he smells and he's <laughs> taking that, it's like, if by that you mean I smell like, like I've been drinking alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Immediately gets I don't care for- yeah, there is nothing that Jane cannot turn back around into an insult <laughs> on herself. Do I smell? You saying I smell? <laughs> like what? <laughs> saying I smell, motherfucker. Um, yeah. Uh, all right. So we open up with uh, Al looking over uh, his gold nuggets, uh, picking up right where we left off, or the the next morning. Although it was pretty late last time, so it might just be a few hours later from the the previous One episode. Sleep away from the last. Yeah, just just two winks. Uh, and he's got his gold nugget, uh, looks over, Trixie's still asleep and kind of slams the, uh, the nugget down. She's awake up. She wakes up. Oh, look, you know, <laughs> her majesty awakens. What a jerk. Um, and he goes over and one, the first, not the first, but one of many scenes where we just see him talking to people, pissing into, um, uh, in his onesie, uh, against the wall. Um. And we get the news that Magistrate Claggett is coming to town from Yankton to talk about the settlement and wondering, he's like, how much is this going to cost us? He's wondering how much he's going to have to give to just kind of appease them um, to get annexed because of the treaty. Uh, and I guess in this scene, it just seems like he's talking to himself with Janie just there because he's kind of, pep, um, it's like a pep talk for himself mm-hmm. and just kind of getting him in the right right headspace because there's one point where he's like, in life, you have to do a lot of things that you don't want to fucking do. Uh, a lot of times that's what life is, one vile fucking task after another. Um, and then he's telling himself, like, don't get too aggravated about it. Don't be afraid. Um, will those appearing, um, oh, he's, he says this about the gold nuggets. Will those be appearing on a regular basis? No. <laughs> like, no. They, oh, no. Okay. Well. I came um, here, so no. Yeah. And then he just asks, how's the, how's the arm, uh, how's Trixie's arm? And he tells her, don't fucking try it. Do it away with yourself again. And then he leaves the scene to a slight smile from Trixie. So that's, yeah, that's the extent of caring. Yeah. Oh, that, look, he doesn't want me dead. Isn't <laughs> that doesn't nice? Want, doesn't want me to OD <laughs> on his drugs. <laughs> Sweet. So kind. Yeah. Um, any other uh, thoughts, moments I might be missing there? I think it's just an awesome opening because it's one of those great things. The Deadwood is so good at the Shakespearean monologue mm-hmm. where it's like exposition. It's setting the events that are about to happen. It's also telling you where Al's headspace is on the matter. And it's just, it's setting everything in motion and it does it so poetically. It's not just an info dump. It's, it's just really beautifully written dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Bullock is introducing Ellsworth at the hotel to Garen and Sophia. And um, he's the, the, the gist here is that he's going to be looking after the claim, kind of just keeping it active, uh, yeah. like a, like Netflix. Are you still watching? He's going to be up there uh, watching Continue. the claim, working. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm doing things. Just going to go over and uh, just to keep the claim active. So I guess if they he's don't- He's moving if... his mouse while he's working from home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, getting that screensaver off. Um, <laughs> Uh, shaking away the thugs that might took over the claim. 
and uh, yeah, she's just looking after everything, and she doesn't want Bullock to be done with her. She's like, I hope this isn't like the end of our business. Uh, and he's like, well, I will be here till you get fucking sick of me. How's that? Um, and she's like, okay, sure. Uh, true love. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> true love on this Valentine's day. Yeah. Um, there's a, uh, Oh, this is where, uh, at the hotel where, uh, utter is there and he's, meeting with uh, Farnham and he's got that coat on. Uh, a hearty congratulations on your new venture. Um, and then I just love um, Utter's response there. Oh, it'll take a while to figure out if those are what's in order. Um, mm. Just a very small example of the dialogue in this show and why I just love it so much. It's just like, yeah, maybe like, yeah, other shows, depending, even for Westerns might be like, yeah, sure. Um, but this yeah. is like, yeah, it'll take a while to figure out if that's what's called for. Um, <laughs> And then he asks EB if the coat looks looks stupid. Um, yeah, we already mentioned the Ellsworth bonding with Sophia, uh, and he's explaining the claim to to Garrett. Um, and he's also, we know this of Ellsworth, and we know this of Jim Beaver, both great people. Yeah, uh, both both on the up and up. Uh, he he lets them know uh, of he lets her know of his limitations. Um, saying, you know, he's not a professional this or that, um, but I can, I can pay for gold kind of, kind of thing. Um, and asks if any of her folks are going to be helping. And she's like, eh, probably <laughs> not, probably not. Which I guess at this point, they just don't know the extent of how much she is looking for, because yeah, if they, yeah. if they had known, they'd be sending, sending a lot of people to, uh, to help out, I'm sure. Um. And then Utter pops by, glad Sophia is doing well. And oh, this is another, another thing that kind of happened throughout this episode. Uh, he meets Ellsworth and Garrett for the first time. Um, he met Joni uh, for the first first time in this episode. Right. And then he, yeah. he walks into the meeting and he's like, I'll just open up a business across the way. Should I be here? Uh, the, that depends on who the fuck you are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. And then it's funny kind of... that realizing that those paths haven't crossed yet. Yeah. I mean, we're only what nine episodes in, but we nine episodes, all... but two years for us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, we've I imagine we've all seen the show at least two or three times straight through now. Yeah, yeah. and so we're so used to all of them being in, sharing the same universe that it's it's funny to see them meeting for the first time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, we also uh, in this scene see that. Uh, a guy who worked at the hotel who frequently mm. um, craps his pants and then leaves him in the river. <laughs> and um, left, he got the letter that um, Buffalo, wait, uh, yeah, Buffalo Bill. Buffalo Bill, wait, uh, wait mm -hmm. no. Bill Hancock. We've been, Wild yeah, Bill, sorry, sorry. sorry. Yeah. Um, <laughs> excellent. Uh, Wild Bill. Uh, Do these shirt pants make me look sexy? <laughs> <laughs> he wrote to his wife. And then he had given it to him to mail out, but I guess he got too drunk and shit his pants and then found it <laughs> under a rock. Yeah, yeah. along with other pants. Yeah. Other pants, like <laughs> pile of pants. Sorry, I'm late. I was down at the creek washing my uh, my shoe my shoe pants, uh, and lo and behold, I found under a rock another pair of shoe pants I must have forgotten about on account yeah. of how drunk I was because I get drunk and shoot my pants. <laughs> Yeah, so and he also says, so uh, he hands it to him. He's like, you expect me to touch that foul thing? Well, that's the miracle of it. No shit got on the letter. <laughs> Normally, in previous situations, when I had mail that I'd forgotten to send in my shit pants, they it was covered in shit. <laughs> oh, but the letter. It's uh, rare that you get to see uh, EB be superior to somebody else. Yeah. That's a rare occurrence. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't get to see that too much until uh, we see, what's his face, Richardson come back. Richardson. Uh, or be introduced. Um, Richardson, that guy. Um, yeah. Uh, so we go to, uh, back to the gym, uh, upstairs, e, um, uh, what's his face, uh, Al is looking out, utter freight and postal delivery service. Um, talking about how it should have been opened up by Persimmon Phil as a cover for his his business. Um, and Johnny is there, uh, and he says that Johnny might want to start training for Phil's former position. And Johnny is honored. Yeah. He, is, he, is, he is quite taken with this idea. He is quite taken with it. Yeah. 
uh, and Al gives him a um, a long look and leaves. He just kind of <laughs> encloses the door behind him, like, "What the fuck is wrong with you, you stupid son of a bitch?" Um, yeah, uh, and. Dan, uh, he goes downstairs. Dan is there, and he asks how to go with how to go with Johnny. So this, they've they've talked about this, and um, uh, I just love the idea of I'm not sure whose idea it was to promote Johnny here, um, but one of them was fighting for it, but both of them probably fighting against the idea at the same time. Yeah, <laughs> like how to go with Johnny? They need I just, to do it, and then he's yeah, the only person yeah. there. Yeah, and, kind of stuck but between they the don't want place. him to have this job because he's. A complete boob. Yeah. Uh, how to go with Johnny? I just fled my own fucking office in terror at his sheer dim-wittedness. <laughs> uh, yeah. So it's just nice to know that they kind of talk about things off camera too. Uh, and then we get Claggett. Uh, Magistrate Claggett arrives, uh, and he turns to uh, to Dan. Hold fast your valuables. <laughs> uh, tells Johnny to. Oh, Johnny's like, oh, do you think I can tell uh, Dan about the, the great news? Um, no, nah, keep Dan in the dark, uh, which is just fun for him. Yeah. Um, and then Dan, who knows this and heard this, is like, hey, Johnny, what's new? <laughs> and then he's just like, can't talk. Um, and Al just basically wants to get down the business with, uh, with Claggett here. Um, so the gist here is them going over the terms uh and the gist is they have to form a government and oh by the way uh a warrant just came in and you're wanted for murder in chicago so and all how the while how much is that gonna cost me yeah that, that's that's al's attitude through this entire scene is how much is that going to cost me how much is this going to cost me oh that too okay how much is that how much are we all looking at what's the actual cost here uh so the cost is uh a informal government of some kind and five thousand dollars uh as it stands right now but he also says something along the along the lines of like what's the right number uh, and the magistrate says, right, is likely to be an ongoing process, which leads me to believe that there's, it's, it's not, not $5,000 just once. It's not just forming this um, government. There's going to be a bunch of things, a bunch of hurdles and, and bribes. It seems like there are... was a list of people, too, that he had to uh, grease the palms of in mm -hmm. order to also, in addition to the $5,000 for the warrant. Um, he had a bunch of people he had to bribe also. As yeah. extortions tend to go, yeah. they're not done once. Mm -hmm. uh, then we have the preacher scene with, uh, with Jane. Uh, we kind of talked about this a little bit here. Um, anything more to say on it? I just very much enjoy where he goes, I no longer feel Christ's love. And she's like, join the fucking club. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Uh, and I'm in the process of wearing my own at my own fucking welcome in the camp, and I wouldn't expect to be around here much longer for people to be disgusted by you so that they don't notice what the fuck is going on with you. Um, talk to the fucking doc. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Jane is quite drunk, uh, but she's also noticing more than other people because she also rips into the doc for not noticing that these seizures are part of a larger, a larger problem too. That he seems to have a lot of problems and she seems to notice the symptoms and for some reason I, I think the preacher doesn't really tell the doc exactly what's going on yeah. because i feel like he seems like a proud person and he doesn't really want to say what's going on with him mm -hmm. and but the doc's also not noticing yeah. when he sees him mm -hmm. uh at this point he's just not he also thinks it's good rob Oh, he also thinks it's God's will. I think that's also why he's probably afraid that anyone would intervene because he thinks that this is his path and what he needs to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, because there's that scene when he is talking to the doc um, and the doc says, like, do you want to go on like this? Because the doc is always ready to, like, we saw him in the last episode, like, if you want to die, I, I will help, help you. <laughs> yeah, I will. I I can be that person for you. Um, I have the 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 tools necessary to make this happen. He said it to Trixie. He says it to to, to the Reverend here now, uh, and yeah, he he basically says that God, it's His will. So I will suffer as long as um, uh, God says to. Um, and the smells and uh, the not feeling Christ's love, uh, he says, is part of his suffering. And I think it was Doc that says like, okay, well, in addition to 
uh, not feeling the love as part of the suffering. Are there any physical yeah. things going Are on? Are you actually in pain? And then he's just like, yeah, I feel like I can smell my own body decaying inside. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that might be something we might want to look at, think about. And the doc just says that it's, he's like, that's a, that's just, it's in your head. It's just a, um, a mental manifestation of, of what's, what's going on. Um, so, so he's got what, some kind of tumor or something I'm guessing, right? I would think maybe some sort of brain tumor that mm -hmm. yeah. is causing this. Yeah. Is, and there's something with, uh, tumors causing smells, right? I think so. Uh, all I ever be... heard of was the burnt toast kind of smells. Yeah. That's usually before a stroke, I think. Oh, is it? Yeah. If you smell burnt toast, you might be having yeah. a stroke. Maybe smell bacon before uh for an aneurysm maybe i don't know um yeah so eb uh is about to open up this letter this uh the, this letter that he got from uh the dude that shits his pants <laughs> <laughs> and uh he sees al's coming and kind of like stuffs it away very quickly um and he just pops in be at my be at my joint in two hours we're forming a fucking government um <laughs> and he goes he heads off looking for merrick uh, he goes to the hardware store. Bullock wants to send for his wife and um, uh, we're at the hardware store. Bullock wants to send for his wife and boy. He's like, oh, we got a treaty coming. I have developed a blossoming romance with another woman. Here's a great time to send for my wife uh, who was previously married to my brother <laughs> who was killed uh, and their and their son. It's just yeah. such a weird thing to begin with. Like, and then like he's saying, oh, she's with her people right now, but she's going to come out here to this disgusting town that like anything goes to be with her dead husband's brother. Like, what? what is this? Like, wouldn't you rather just stay with your family at that point? Yeah. What kind of weird obligation is this? I don't know. Is that, I'd like to know if that's common uh, for, for the time that you would just like next in line. And what if he was already married? Like, did he still have to take care of her? What's, what are the rules in this? Gonna move out to Utah. Strange, mm -hmm. very yeah. strange. Very weird. It's weird. Um, yeah, it was two hours. Yeah. Um, talks to the, uh, Al comes in, talks to the hardware boys about the, uh, about the government. Two hours, my place. And then he has that line, did a fucking good job here <laughs> with his, with his coffee in his hand. Um, love it. Uh, heads over to the Bella union. Uh, Joni is, uh, talking about, uh, moving rooms because she doesn't want to be in the room where it happened. Uh, understandably. Not, yeah. The room where they were killed, not where the I don't know if uh, where government was for to help with the blood stain to show them how to get the blood stain <laughs> out of the, yeah, uh, no, that's how you rub a fucking blood stain. <laughs> um yeah and she's she's saying she's she's like i'm getting out of here eddie and eddie's just like are you <laughs> like, are you though <laughs> oh honey mm -mm. Not yeah. leaving. no uh he and he's just kind of humoring her um and uh she's like yeah i am i'm opening up my own place i talked it over with sai sai's cool with it he said he's gonna keep his distance and he's just like the fuck like he's not he's just got this look on him he's not saying it, but he's got this look like what the fuck is wrong with you just go go get out of he, here did he, uh, he mentioned that she should just leave like town yeah. and go mm -hmm. somewhere else to do it like and just at a a business opportunity you already have two brothels in this small <laughs> town it seems like opening up a third one is just you know yeah. is that very good for business it's a spite store it's going to open up a spite brothel, uh, which I guess I still gets a piece of. Uh, yeah. So there's that. Getting her money, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but then Al comes in and says that they are holding the meeting. Uh, all the pillars of the fucking camp. Because <laughs> uh, uh, Sai is up uh, asleep. Well, you want to wake him for this. Um, and he looks at Eddie and says, like, you could use some rest. <laughs> <laughs> I could use a clean conscience. Yeah, we all fucking could. Um, yeah. And one more thing before we uh, pause for any other thoughts. Uh, Al spits out the coffee that he just got from the Bella Union as he as he leaves. Uh, and um, 
spots Merrick and says, "You, we're gonna we gotta form a form a government." Uh, and uh, Merrick is who? Uh, we, us, you and me. It come to me in a fucking vision. You stupid bastard. <laughs> Oh, poor Merrick. Uh, any any thoughts up to this point? I just blew through a bunch of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, we're rocking and rolling. Yeah. All right. I, mean, I, I love seeing uh, Ricky Jay's dramatic work and stuff. It's, yeah, it's, it's a shame that he didn't get to do more of that. Mm -hmm. uh, so we go to uh, talking still about Joni and Eddie uh anyway she says anyways i'm gonna go look for a place and i i just curious what the, the i guess we see what the process is which is just her walking around the town <laughs> i don't know how many abandoned places there are because it seems like everybody that comes to town just builds something new yeah that's it's this whole idea seems silly that <laughs> yeah. idea yeah, and, and if you can just walk and go look for a place, then it's probably too close, as Sam was yeah. saying earlier, <laughs> to the business that you already have. Doesn't make sense. Uh, she passes by uh, Woo's pigs uh, and sees Flora. I think it was Flora's dress that was that was in there. So the hogs I, got her. Which is odd, though. Like I, I I've never fed people to pigs, but I would assume you would take Yet. the clothes off so they wouldn't eat the clothes because I think that would back up the pigs. Mm -hmm. Like, it seems like a really bad idea to throw them in fully clothed. But I mean, again, I don't do this for a living, so I don't know. Yeah. They could have been stripped inside the pig pen. Uh, mm -hmm. And then the clothes just left there. But I don't see Wu standing for that. Yeah. Somebody's going to have to go back into Yeah, the you'd want to strip them beforehand. Exactly. Yeah, you think. Yeah. That just makes sense. Yeah. Good pig sense. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Yeah, and that's where she runs into Utter. So we had that scene where they're talking to each other, kind of fluffing each other up. Um, mm -hmm. And then one thing we didn't mention in that scene was that she says, uh, surprise, you're not at that big town meeting. And he's like, uh, yeah, uh, I was just going to head over that way. Uh, I just wanted to, you know, I'm the kind of person, I just like to show up late. I show up late to things. And she, she says, um, yeah, it's surprising that they didn't have it at the Bella Union, but the 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 gem is where they're holding it. So because of this or that reason, he's like, uh, yeah, that's why that's why it's there. Um, so she senses that he wasn't <laughs> he didn't know about it, didn't know yeah. where it was. So she's just kind of helping helping him Not out him in this scene. Where, yeah, yeah. yeah it's nice. Time. You know, yeah. That he got, you know, he got to be in involved. Mm -hmm. himself his way in because he is a business owner so mm -hmm. why not yeah he belongs there yeah um so yeah then we got our uh our we see reverend not doing so well doc is leaving for uh leaving him for the gem uh jane is in the alley um and when doc left him he was just like up seizing. against the wall yeah. like <laughs> seizing and doc's <laughs> like you know i'm out of here I gotta, <laughs> I, I gotta go form a government yeah um Actually, I don't even think he knew at this point. He was just going to tend to the uh, to the women. Yeah. Um, so he leaves for the gem. Uh, and then that's where Jane is in the alley, standing up against the wall. Uh, Mind and... your business where I'm standing and napping. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he was trying to hide another uh, another seizure. Well, ain't you clever to see through the subterfuge? <laughs> uh, uh, so sharp when she's drunk. Yeah, it. she is. Uh, Doc says she should stop drinking, um, and Utter passes and hears her laying into the Doc. Um, don't rush people, and don't try hasten them. Um, and then she calls out Doc, and this is the moment where she calls out Doc for not seeing what's fully wrong with the Reverend. Um, uh, and then Utter comes over, what do they pay you for holding that building up? Um, <laughs> and that's where he offers Jane work. Uh, yeah. He's like, you know, uh, what about a delivery driver? Uh, supervising mail delivery. Uh, what, what about receptionist? Do you like answering phones? Yeah. Uh, stuff <laughs> stuff on envelopes. So you know, it's just offering her everything. Uh, what about greeter? You want to just stand at the doorway? <laughs> yeah. Um, take packages from people. Just going down the list of things, and she's just like, nope, 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 nope. Bye. Um, she also and, insults his because <laughs> yeah. of all the stupid yeah. things worn that that was the stupidest. Yeah, so. I half expected him to uh, just at that point take it uh, off. Take it off, yeah, because 
you know, she is who she is to him. Uh, and then we get Doc at the gem, seeing to the women. Um, just the the way that he goes about doing this. Uh, anything to report on your privates. Um, <laughs> Which is usually what my doctor says. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, through the, through the uh, telehealth, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, we get our our meeting set up and whose whose idea was it for the fucking pears and the fucking peaches um and i guess it was johnny and then there's that uh moment where tom nuttle arrives uh and he just a couple times he he's told to sit down but he keeps coming up with these different ways to say like um uh you don't want me here just say say the word <laughs> yeah and I, and i'll go don't make me stand here dying the death of a thousand cuts and he's just like <laughs> Uh, just, just dispense with torture you're doing. That's dispense right. with whatever book you're reading and sit the fuck down. Um, <laughs> oh, the yellow, the the yellow peril. I think he was talking about. Um, yeah. So, and then we get to our meeting. Anything before we jump into that? Uh, no. And then, and also, Utter show it shows up and hmm. at that who, point, who yeah, you? demanding yeah. a seat at the table. Mm -hmm. Uh, we got a treaty coming. First cost is forming an informal organization. Uh, oh, there's also this moment, uh, Sai says that he's like, hey, Al, you should let me help out with these sort of sort of talks, you know, share some of the, some, some of the load. And he's like, oh, thanks a lot, Sai. And then just gives him this look like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, get the hell out of here. I would sooner throw you out of town than mm -hmm. invite you into a meeting. Um, yeah, so side, no thanks. Uh, and uh, EB brings up the idea already, immediately, of uh, taxes, because he doesn't want to have to, the bribes coming out of their yeah. pockets. So he's like, could we levy taxes on the different people and organizations in town and have those pay for these bribes that we're going to have to um, pay? Uh, Eddie, that's where Eddie asks if women can operate brothels uh, and get looks from Sai and others. And uh, Bullock also says, well, then if we're getting taxes from people, can we provide them some services <laughs> in return for said taxes? Yeah, uh, we can have a couple of services, sure, but the bulk of the money will go to the bribes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not paying anything is what he'd be saying. Um, yeah, uh, he wants to be mayor. Um, there's that moment where Merrick almost kind of is like... Ugh. Almost, I don't know. Half wanted to offer up himself, half surprised that he wasn't offered up. I yeah. think, uh, and then, yeah, it's easy. to protect the fourth estate. Also, <laughs> yeah. as we find out later. Yeah, he's uh, he's at the bar drinking, talking to somebody, um, <laughs> and uh, it would be a conflict, uh, is what he. Yeah, you got to protect the fourth estate. Um, and I think it was so EB mad. Said, he's so upset that EB is the mayor, <laughs> yeah. um, which everybody's upset that EB's the mayor, but yeah. Merrick in particular can't let it go. Yeah, for the right I reasons. I would have declined it if I was asked. <laughs> <laughs> but to not be asked, uh, yeah. So EB says something, I think it was EB that says, taking people's money is what makes operations real, be they informal, formal, or otherwise. Um, <laughs> And uh, this is one of the other mini threads of this series. I think it may be just the in the first or the last few episodes is the arrival of that new fucking piano. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Dan comes, there's, there's a piano outside. What, in the middle of this? Like... You said to yeah. interrupt if any big uh, deliveries came. <laughs> we got a new piano. Uh, and Al, right off the bat is not happy with uh, with this new piano. He doesn't see the, the value of this investment. Um, we see a little later on with people, he's like, what is to be gained? What money is it generating from them standing around? Heads. Yeah, sitting around. <laughs> sitting around talking about their life's troubles or something, yeah. or their, their, their life origins. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then Merrick asks about elections. Uh, this was another fun, fun moment too. He's like, "Well, we have elections. It'll be kind of informal, um, temporary. Uh, yeah, ad hoc. Uh, yeah, ad fucking hoc. Free. What does he say? Uh, free fucking gratis." <laughs> <laughs> Calling in from a few, uh, few episodes ago. Uh, just can we get on with the fucking meeting? Um, yeah. Eb is out enjoying his new title, um, hanging out with the women. 
uh, Al wants to knock him down already. He sees him feeling pretty good about himself, and he's like, uh, first occasion, we got to knock him down a fucking peg. <laughs> uh, and he's annoyed by the new fucking piano already. Ooh, uh, hardware boys, uh, we're back to them. Uh, we find that the doc declined being health supervisor uh, on account of being arrested for grave robbing. Seven, seven times. times. <laughs> seven times. Uh, and they kind of- And he didn't even decline it. He, offered, he said, I shouldn't be this because of this reason. <laughs> I've been arrested for grave robbing. I was like once or twice uh, for experiments and such. I feel like he's the the Kyburn of of Deadwood. Uh, Kyburn being the um, uh, the Maester, Cersei's yeah. Maester in Game yeah. of Thrones. Yeah. Um, so if any dead things were to wander into Deadwood, he was the one that was like, "Oh, let me uh, see what we got here." Yeah. Hmm. See if I can uh, figure anything out from this. Yeah. Oh man seven times and they kind of joke about it throughout the episode it comes back two or three times yeah the fucking doc huh <laughs> uh, and bullock said he only raised his hand uh to be the health uh direct the director of uh public public health public health, uh, public health supervisor because he thought uh someone was going to be uh or make him sheriff yeah someone was going to make him sheriff so if he uh Took a job early, yeah. If he uh, volunteered for this, he wouldn't have to be sheriff, and then nobody was sheriff. Yeah, uh, ad hoc. Uh, and yeah. Saul is talking about Trixie, uh, mm -hmm. talking to um, Bullock about her. You know, she thinks she's pretty. Yeah, very. Um, Utter comes by, uh, and um, he's the new fire marshal. Mm -hmm. how, much, how much time do you think this fire marshal is going to take? <laughs> yeah. Everybody's got these titles and everybody does, no one wants to do anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Nor do they have any experience in a lot of it. It's <laughs> no. just, you know, like it's, it's not using their resources well. Yeah. Uh, and was this the, was this part of the magistrate's list, the information that he gave, these are the positions that need to be filled or was it just their, their thinking there, we need these, these jobs? I, I, I guess I, presumably, yeah. Yeah, I feel like they just maybe kind of went, oh, well, what, what do they usually have in the government? Uh, fire marshal? Who wants that? Uh, medical supervisor. That sounds like a real thing, right? Yeah, let's do that. Uh, but no sheriff, right? No sheriff. No sheriff, no sheriff at this time. Um, and then we get Tom Nuttall. Poor Tom Nuttall. Not agreeing with the canned peaches. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> anyone else uh, felled to the, to the canned peaches? <laughs> Nope, not so far. Uh, then we get Saul coming through and heads by Al to see Trixie to some eyes, uh, a dirty look from, from Al, um, which is not the first we'll see of that. Um, then we have that quick scene with Saul and Trixie. Uh, can I buy you a drink? I'd rather you didn't. Uh, and then it's just that whole, this isn't the place for you. Well, then you come see me um, kind of kind of stuff. It was a nice scene. I'm going to, uh, well, I'm going to come to your store and buy an ax, a hammer, and a saw. And he says, well, we never ask the purpose of any purchase. <laughs> yeah. And they're all fully stocked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, how do you feel about Saw and Trixie at this point? Oh, those crazy kids might make it. <laughs> it's very cute. I think it's very cute. Mm -hmm. I think she actually does like him. Otherwise she would have just went, oh, okay, well, give me some money and I'll take you into the room. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I don't think she yeah. wants to take advantage of him. Yeah. So that's, that's nice. Mm -hmm. uh, we go to- Yeah, they're two like peripheral characters. Oh no, they're just like two like side characters that we, that, that are just so likable that it's like, it's exciting that they're sweet on each other, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that's one great thing that this, show does so well uh is that these these different professions they're not just their professions they they are fleshed out personalities they are good people it's not just black and white there are layers to these people because we talked about last week and we'll talk about it many times uh to come uh but the difference between the evilness the badness of saul and um and al um so there's, yeah, there's different layers to, to them because Al is a very likable, evil son of a bitch. Okay. Uh, whereas Sai is just like, no, 
he's not even trying and everybody hates him. Um, so we go to uh, the doc uh, who is there to see the reverend. Uh, and he's just like, you don't smell, you're not dead. Uh, it's it's all it's all in your head. Um, um, there, are, in addition to the the theological suffering, is there anything physical? Uh, yeah, I smell my body rotting. <laughs> there are parts of my body I can't feel, and that's where he says, like, and you want to continue on like this because um, I'll end it for you right here and now. Um, and as long as he wills, this must be my part. And he calls his God a son of a bitch. <laughs> No, I don't know. Uh, I don't want to take this podcast into a uh, a right to die direction. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I don't know if it were me uh, that I would lean too heavily on what where God thought in that in that moment. Sticking it out mm-hmm. to prove yeah. a point. Yeah, yeah. no. Um, uh, we go to the Bella Union with Joni and Eddie. Joni got a place. <laughs> yeah uh and is kind of like coy about uh where it's at like you could probably throw a rock and hit this place from the bill of union Joni. <laughs> come on uh just past and... the pigs <laughs> yeah. yeah a stone's throw past the pigs and a uh <laughs> a hop skip and a jump um uh past woo uh yeah so Cy comes down and he's quite angry with eddie uh, and yeah, he just kind of tears into him. Um, pretty, pretty rough. Yeah. Uh, pretty, pretty rough on that, on that one. Um, and Eddie kind of expected it too. Yeah. But he also kind of turned, and I don't remember if this was a thing previously, but he turned Eddie not wanting to see a young man tortured and killed into him being some sort of like pedophile like mm-hmm. yeah. which was an odd choice like he just didn't want you to kill like torture somebody for no goddamn reason like i don't know yeah. that seemed like a real weird jump that Sai was making mm-hmm. yeah uh and i think that it's 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 my impression even just from this episode that it's not the first time that Sai has said these kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, it, they do say that they've been around with, they've been with each other for 17 years at this point. Um, so yeah, they have, they have a history. And for some reason, Eddie just kind of keeps dealing with him in, in these moments. And I don't, I don't get it. Cause Sai is quite fucking terrible. Rob. I take it. I don't know how much evidence there is of this, but I always kind of took it as Eddie maybe gay and that Sai equates that with being you know yeah um way way far more perverted you know sure. because of the day and age that it is mm-hmm. um but Sai uses that against Eddie as as a point of shame to keep him under his control yeah for sure um and Sai is just losing it in this point um and again we talked about this last week where you wouldn't see Al do this uh on the floor of the gym uh rip into somebody uh, at least from what we see up to this point, you wouldn't see one Al. of his like high-ranking staff members. Like yeah. that. it's it's not good optics, mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. and like Swearingen knows that. Yeah, and but Sai is just cannot control his temper. He's down on the floor. Everybody's looking. Business is disrupted, and he just doesn't even notice or care. Uh, he's just he knows that he has to take this guy down uh, right here, right now, so that he knows his place. Um, and uh, he says, go up to that room, think about what you want. I, and I want you cheerful and ready to help, or I don't want you coming out. Um, and that's when he says, why don't you volunteer for something? Might have kept you from being such an evil cocksucker uh, as he scurries away. Yeah. Yeah, Sai, ugh, he's no good. No. No good. Uh, so we get that's to- yeah, I can watch Ricky J shuffle cards all day. <laughs> <laughs> one episode is just 45 minutes. Eddie so, shuffling yeah, cards. Shuffle cards with one hand. <laughs> shuffle cards between the two. Not two decks in two different hands. Yeah. Whoa. Watch it all day. Fancy. 
Like considering who they have playing that part, they really do under underutilize Ricky Jay as far as like cool card tricks that you could be seeing, you know. And they could have even done it for like people gambling, like doing that more frequently, like people coming in right up and screwing them over because he's so good at card stuff. There's only so much three card money he can do. (laughs) And what is his his background outside of this? He's a prestidigitarian. Wait, did I say that right? He's a he's a yeah. hand, he's a sleight of hand expert. Sleight of hand guy, yeah, uh, yeah. From what you see up to this point, you don't necessarily you you wouldn't you wouldn't get that um, that background uh, from this. Yeah, they're not taking advantage uh, of that for sure because I didn't necessarily know that uh, coming coming into this, um, and they're not saying it. There's an amazing documentary about Ricky Jay that's definitely worth watching, where he kind of narr- he kind of takes you through what he's willing to share about his life because he keeps a lot of like magician secrets, stories that he won't tell. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he was involved in some uh, shady con artist kind of dealings. And uh, I don't know, he's just a fascinating figure. He really is, yeah. Did he team up with a bunch, with four other magicians and take over uh, a Las, like a Las Vegas heist or something? <laughs> no? Like a sack of money with a dollar sign on it and like made it disappear. <laughs> Uh, we go to Jane and Utter outside of his freight fr- fr- freight business. Uh, uh, say hello to the new fire. Say hello to the new fire marshal. Uh, Jane says uh, she's getting out. Uh, she said she saved twelve people from their plague sores, and now they're ready to get them back on their Johnsons. Uh, I will not be a. Dr- oh, she, this is this was a nice moment, I guess. At least as far as Jane goes, I will not be a drunk where he's buried. And I cannot stay fucking sober. Mm-hmm. So, listen. I mean, the the character development is is so good within this show, even up to this point, that she can say a line like that, and you take it exactly how it's meant mm-hmm. uh, yeah. to be taken as this sentimental kind of kind of line. Uh, yeah. If the subject comes up, please explain to Bill. Yeah. So, because uh, we've seen them kind of talking over over his grave um and there's also the uh, as she's leaving uh tell him over delivery i'm i'm good for the mount don't worry about me and inform hostetler over delivery that you just saved his fucking life oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man uh, check them out charlie and you will soon find proper payment <laughs> uh, i love it what is this? Uh, since last our eyes were upon each other, love. Uh, oh, this is this is yeah. Al talking to Trixie. Since last our eyes were upon each other, love. I hope you've earned me five dollars. Yeah. He just goes no. <laughs> no. Again, no. This is more. Of this where th- where this came from? No. Uh, you earned five dollars? No. <laughs> nope. Al just keeps getting shut down. Um, we got Bullock arriving at the hotel, uh, and is told to knock low by the, uh, I think it was the the guy who shits his pants when he's yeah. drunk. Um, mm-hmm. Have to get a name for him. And no, uh, I, don't well, know I looked has, it up because I, we, I was it. like, what's that guy's name? Do we have, and he was like, oh, it's just hotel desk clerk or something on IMDb. And he's got an Irish accent too, right? I think so. Sound like yeah. there was there was a, some sort of Irish, yeah. Yeah. Um, so he's an Irish drunk in the show who shits his pants when he gets drunk. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> And he's got uh, enough pairs of pants that he can lose a few and like yeah, not notice, which seems like that's a big deal back then to have that yeah. many pairs of pants. I feel mm-hmm. like you had like two or three, maybe. Yeah, that's an investment in his drinking, really. Yeah, mm-hmm. to buy enough pants. <laughs> yeah, we joked last episode that Al has a closet full of onesies, <laughs> um, but we only ever see the see the one. This this dude has outright said, "I got a bunch of pants. I, I got more pants than I know pants. what to do with." Yeah. <laughs> It's a man that knows himself. Yeah, yeah. Uh, gets them in bulk. Uh, yeah, he arrives at the hotel, knock low as not to wake up Sophia because she's awake, she's asleep. Um, so he goes up to see Miss Garrett. And, and she's dressed stunningly mm-hmm. for someone who just put a kid to bed. Like, oh, this whole thing. Oh, <laughs> yeah, oh, she hears that tap, tap, tap on the door <laughs> uh, and, you know, make sure she's, she's all in order. Uh, and he comes in, they talk about Ellsworth for a moment. Uh, he will prospect each week to keep the title active. He's going to move that mouse around. Uh, <laughs> and 
Bullock is uh, chairman of the Board of Health. Uh, he informs Ama that he is sending for his wife and his boy. Um, you can very clearly see the slide whistle go down. Uh, yeah, <laughs> and Ama is clearly disappointed. And then out of nowhere, um, he's just like, my brother was killed in the cavalry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's, she's his wife. That's his kid. It's not even mine. It's marriage convenience and obligation, not, not, not our love. I gotta go by. <laughs> You put on this nice dress and everything. <laughs> uh, yeah. So may I, because she, she says at one point, like, may I ask why you spoke of your brother? And so then he gets into, gets into that. Um, so it's not out of necessarily love, but out of uh, some sort of honor or duty he felt to uh, his brother's wife um, and closes the door. And she does that basically like closes the door and falls onto the back of the door, you know, <laughs> holding her, 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 like yeah. her stomach. Um, yeah. Cause it was a, this had such a feel of a, a breakup for those two within their two styles, but also the dissolving of a business partnership at the same yeah, time. Yeah. Um, it was, it was odd. Um, but I think it was exactly what it was supposed to be for their two personalities. Um, because it wasn't necessarily, it didn't feel like the end of of this. It's a small town. She's not leaving. He's not going anywhere. He said he's going to stick around and help with her claim um, or her business affairs or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems... Is, is this the first time we learn... Sorry, Sam, go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> oh, um, I was just going to ask, is this the first time that we learn that... Uh, Bullock is married to his brother's widow. I don't I, remember. I, I don't remember. We've heard it before this, but I, I again, oh, nice. because we've watched, you know, like we've watched it so many times, I don't know if I 100% yeah, remember if this is in the timeline, but I feel like he might have mentioned it in earlier episodes as well. But it is a little strange that he oh, yeah. like was waiting to say, okay, everything's good. You can come out here. And he could have waited a little longer, you know, and just why call them now? Mm -hmm. The town's gross still. They're not even like a real territory. Yeah. They don't even have Get a government. Uh, <laughs> let's, let's put ink to paper on this treaty. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we, we get you out here, let's have a, let's get our government, let's get annexed. And then you can come out. It might be 10, 15 years. Sorry, brother's wife. Um, but that's just how it has to be because it's not safe otherwise, because even without uh, battles between the settlers and um, uh, the Native Americans, it's still a shitty place to live. <laughs> yeah. There's like only one place to eat, like on IEBs, and it's terrible. Like, I don't, yeah. you know, what are we doing? Like, why would you it, want someone to come out here? It was also interesting watching the short walk because even as small of a town that this is, the walk that Joni went on, uh, like the next half a block was like the bad part of town. Yeah. In quotes, in quotes. Alongside of the tracks over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, she basically stepped off the porch into like the alternate 1985. <laughs> um, 1885, I guess. Um, yeah. Uh, any other stray thoughts uh, on the on the episode? And how do you think it sets up things going forward? Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like we're getting a little more organized in the town. Uh, uh, I'm so sorry, that's yeah. good. Uh, yeah. And uh, Alma's getting her her gold claim started, so that's good for her. Mm -hmm. Rob, sorry, I'm I'm afraid to talk because I have a delay, um, <laughs> but I can't see the delay on my end. Um, I'm sorry, you guys. That's all right. Um, You'll pay. Yeah, I don't. Uh, sorry, what was your question, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> uh, any other thoughts on the episode? Other uh, highlights, things that you enjoyed that we maybe didn't talk about? But also, the main question is how do you feel about this setting things up going forward? Oh. I think I, I said this earlier, but I think what I really love about this episode is it's it's one of the episodes where everybody in Deadwood is kind of working as a team, yeah. maybe with the exception of Psy. 
Um, and it's nice to see them like the Avengers, like they all kind of come <laughs> together for the common good. Yeah. Um, those are always really good episodes. And I think it kind of does set that up. You can kind of expect that going forward throughout the show, especially once it gets to like the third season and people start coming to town that don't have anyone's best interest in mind, you know? Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Avengers, we now do a Marvel podcast uh, called Oh Snap, an MCU podcast, which uh, for as we're covering Wanda, WandaVision at the moment uh, also has uh, Sam, Sam Russell here hey. on, that, on that podcast uh, as someone who has no experience with the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Um, and it's wonderful. Such a fun podcast. I ask a lot uh, of fun questions. <laughs> do. Uh, <laughs> I, I do have a quick question. This may not, I'm not sure Brian's experience, but since you do mention the Avengers, um, would that make Al uh, Samuel L. Jackson or would that make him Tony Stark as he goes around and helps kind of bring the team together? Anybody? Well, I would go solely on uh, facial hair. He's Tony Stark. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Just a little side question there. Uh, anything else on the episode before we get to the losers? Yeah, Rob, what do you got? Uh, can I ask a quick question? Uh, Sam, I'm kind of in the same boat where I don't watch a lot of Marvel stuff, but I've been hearing so many good things about WandaVision that I'm thinking of checking it out. Do you think it's worth it for like, are you enjoying it? I'm enjoying it a lot. I, I love it. And I like, I don't even know half of the things like, cause they'll bring up, oh, well, there's this, there's that. And I don't know any of that, but I'm still enjoying it on a completely different, it might be a different level or I, you know, like those little Easter eggs don't matter. You can, it's still well-written. It's well acted. It's, it's so well done. All of the vintage uh, or just retro uh, sitcoms that it's, it's really enjoyable. Even if you have no idea anything about the Marvel universe. Yeah. Yeah. They cool. give you the information that you I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it. Yeah. Cool. cool. All right. Let's hit some, uh, some winners and losers. Uh, let's start with the losers. Um, Brian, who do you got for loser uh, of this episode? My loser of this episode is going to be Tom Nuttall mm. and it's, uh, his peach gut. <laughs> <laughs> Rod peach gut. Uh, he's going to have the runs for sure. Yeah. And then uh, I'll just we'll do the losers around. Okay. Yeah. After he uh, is leaving, um, after he says, "Anyone else fall, fell to the game?" <laughs> he just uh, and uh, says, "Nope, you're the only one." Are you feeling okay? Yeah, it's subsiding. And then he like he does all but hold his butt <laughs> as he's running away uh, to plug it up. Whoa, uh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Not gonna make it. Oh, not and he's gonna shit his pants just yeah, like yeah. the other guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have any important letters on him. Uh, <laughs> and Sam, uh, I'm gonna say uh, the preacher because he's a fucking oh, hot yeah. mess. And yes. the thing that he enjoyed, God, is no longer giving him any joy. So, yeah. good lord, that must be awful. It's the one yeah. thing he had. <laughs> Rob, loser. I guess I'll say Al because he's just so put upon in this episode. And Trixie says no to him twice. And she <laughs> yeah. starts flirting with Saul. Um, yeah, so maybe, maybe Al. Yep. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Jane in, in this one. Um, I think because she is just feeling that she doesn't really have a place. Uh, she says that she's not gonna get sober. She doesn't wanna be drunk there. The, she, was, she was feeling pretty at home with the inside the pest tent kind of helping care for people. And now the vaccine is there. People are getting well again. Um, uh, so she's just not quite feeling that she's got, a, got her own, own space. Uh, so she's a bit of a loser for me. Um, let's go reverse order for winners. Uh, Rob, what do you got? Um, oh, winners. Oh, unfortunately, EB, I think, has a really good episode <laughs> here because he gets the Hickok letter and um, and he gets to be mayor and wave his hat to the crowd. Um, yeah, so unfortunately, it's a good episode for EB. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Sam? 
I'm going to say the, the hoople heads at the gem because they got that <laughs> brand new piano. That new fucking piano. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Brian? Uh, I was going to say Evie, but I, uh, I think I'll, I mean, it's kind of, he got that standing Hanji as well, but uh, I'm going to say Johnny. Johnny's the, he's moving up in his tiny little world. It's fun to watch all these people who know what their class level is essentially mm -hmm. and like moving the tiny little ladders and getting such joy out of, uh, uh, he feels great about himself and it's, it's good for him. Yeah, for sure. And you got this one. When he has a good episode for himself, I think that it is rightfully uh, called out. Uh, so I'll, I'll agree with Rob there that EB is the winner. Um, all right, that, is, that will do it for, for this episode. If you enjoy uh, this podcast, as we mentioned, we have uh, OSNAP, an MCU podcast, as well as some others. You can find them on watercooler.com. Um, thank you, Brian. Thank you, Sam. And thank you, Rob. Uh, thank you all for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. Bye.